Hey, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the uh, Paychex Business Series podcast. First of all, uh, this is not only a podcast recording that I'm doing, but also uh, we're videoing this as well because we're part of the Paychex Business Conference, the Thrive Business Conference that's going on online as well. And my, my special guest today uh, is Marty Musi. Marty is the CEO of Paychex. So uh, this is the person that has been leading the company for how many years now, Marty? Well, for the last uh, over 11 years now as CEO and almost 20 with the company. Oh my God, wow, it's going to be, it's, it's dating you already. <laughs> yes, it it's is. Scary. Well, Marty, I'm, I'm really glad you're joining us. I have a lot of questions that I want to ask Great. you um, that relate to, um, you know, really the, the, the labor situation, the payroll situation that's going on in this country. I, you know, and I can think of no better person to ask as a, as a business owner myself um, as to what you're seeing and also what advice that you have. Okay. Yeah. So first let, let's start out. Um, Paychex comes out um, with a regular report called the Small Business Employment Watch. Uh, the last one was recently published. Give us some data. Yeah, I think what we saw was obviously a very big increase in our April numbers. Then in May, it kind of held its own, dropped a little bit month over month. And we're seeing, of course, a base year effect of last year being so low, we saw a big increase. But what we've seen is really an interesting thing in May is that construction jobs dropped off a little bit. Hmm. And uh, construction has been the highest and strongest job growth for the last two years. And uh, even that has slowed down. And I think there's some supply issues there, not only in materials, but also employees as you well know, uh, a very big challenge these days. Overall, the country looks like it's coming back uh, and it's all regions of the country. The South regions, Florida, Texas, you know, those areas have been the strongest job growth for some time though in our index. And uh, I think commercial construction and residential construction has helped that a lot. But the South has been the strongest, but now really all regions starting to come back. So it's very positive news. Okay, so um, without getting political, what I do wanna do is I, I wanna get Get your insights when you look at your all the demographics of your population. Okay, um, obviously every business owner that I'm talking to, mine, including my own company, we, we are having a really hard time finding workers now. Right. Um, why is that? What are you hearing from your customers? Yeah, I think, of course, uh, the, the boost in unemployment that has been out there and is set to go through uh, Labor Day through for the federal side. Right. Some of the states are turning that off now, as you know, early to try to get workers back. That's been, the, I think, one of the biggest reasons. But also, when you think about it, a lot of frontline workers have received stimulus checks that they didn't expect. Cash balances of savings accounts are at an all-time high these days. Uh, the stock market, if you're invested in it, uh, has done very well. So you're you're feeling like you're in pretty good shape financially. And then there's ch child care issues that some schools are still not back full time. So I think what you're seeing is that people are concerned. They don't really have a normal schedule yet. And then on top of that, all there's still COVID health concerns. You know, do I wear a mask? Don't I wear a mask? Am I going to be too crowded at work or not? I think all of those things put together, people are, you know, not feeling a need to rush back to work uh, and uh, at least full time because where they are from a financial position. And uh, I think you'll start to see that probably come back more in the late summer to early September. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. I mean, you know, it's it's funny where people are, we're so impatient. I mean, we had a full shutdown of a global economy over this past year. So people are freaking out because there are supply chain issues and they're freaking out because there are labor issues. And yeah, there are issues. But on the labor side, like you just mentioned, this is not going to last 
forever. So you you really do think that a lot of these problems are going to start working themselves out by yeah. fall? I do. I, I think so. Well, one, the unemployment will come back down to normal, uh, right. not only dollar value, but also the, the requirements of looking for a job, having to go in and say, yes, I've looked for a job and so forth. So I think there's going to be more pressure uh, to say, I'm going to go back into the workforce. Two, I think the stimulus dollars that you've had, you may have spent during the summer and some things you're going to want to get back into a stronger financial position. Uh, and I, But I do think the supply issues may last a little bit longer. That could be a little bit of a more difficult spot for small businesses in particular that need materials. I just heard, you know, you just could hear last night uh, that China's seeing some resurgence and some of the strains have shut down some other factories, yep. at least temporarily. They've also reduced how much is coming out of the ports there to the U.S. And I think supply you know, shortages could run through the end of the year. But generally, I think the employment situation will certainly improve in September and October. When I'm online and um, having conversations with people about um, just general, you know, you, businesses can't find workers. Yeah. A lot of times I hear from people saying, well, pay them a fair wage and you'll be able to find them, you know, or pay your people more. You yep. know, I mean, that, that seems to be like, I, I hear that a lot. A lot. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's true? Is it, is it just about paying workers more to attract them to jobs? Well, I think that's a big part of it. You know, it is going, that is going to be the main attraction. But the other things we just talked about, if you're feeling like you're in a pretty good financial position, at least temporarily, right. that may lead you to not necessarily go back to the workforce until the fall. Uh, but I do think wages are going up. Uh, one-time bonuses that we've never even heard of for frontline positions. Uh, you're seeing one-time bonuses come back, uh, come into play, uh, as well as uh, benefits that aren't necessarily offered. Now, all a good thing actually for the worker, but certainly some pressure on small business owners because once you've raised the wages and you've adjusted other people who are above minimum wage who may have to go up, uh, you may see that it's going to be very hard to undo that in the future. Okay. All right. So what I want to do is um, I want to talk a little bit about strategies. So you know, and while I've got you here, yeah. um, I can get some input from you as okay. to some some thoughts. Um, first of all. But clients come to me all the time saying, okay, we, we, we need to find workers. Where are your customers going to find people? Yeah, well, I think uh, they're doing a couple of things. One, they are getting the wage uh, issue out there. They're raising wages and they're offering bonuses to start. So that attracts more people. Right. They're certainly tapping their own employees for referrals, probably more than ever before. They're going much heavier to social media, of course, uh, and partners like a Paychex partner, Indeed, who has so many job postings out there. They're, because everything is online now. Everyone is looking online and that's where you're going to get your candidates. You're also going to offer more flexible work schedules. Obviously, everyone is, uh, most are very pleased with flexible work schedules. You're going to have to adjust your work schedule. So it's not just pure benefits. It's the benefit of a more flexible work schedule. And the last thing is, I think one of the things is they're offering, they got to offer more technology. You know, uh, when you're trying to attract, particularly frontline workers in a millennial uh, type of era, uh, you're really trying to show them that you have technology, meaning you can, uh, or, you know, set up your work schedules. You can change your work schedules on your app. You can get paid through your app. You can uh, see what you're, you can communicate. You know, you have to have new technology also to attract workers. All of that is driving people to think differently. Also, you may adjust your criteria for hiring. Instead of saying, I have to have a four-year degree uh, before I hire this person, maybe it's a two-year degree and in, in on-the-job uh, work experience instead. So a lot of changes going through all kinds of businesses, large and small. It's great. 
Okay, other strategies. Um, taxes. Now I'm going to take this one yeah. because I'm the CPA here, right? Okay. So you're not a CPA. No. Right? Okay. No. So, um, uh, the work opportunity tax credit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure how familiar you are or how much your your customers are using it, but it's an important thing for for businesses that are looking to um, hire people. This is a tax credit that was extended through 2025 because of recent stimulus bills, um, and the tax credit works like this. It is a credit that's up to $9,600 that's available for employers that hire people that are uh, coming off of welfare, coming out of prison, or most importantly, that are long-term unemployed, more than six months. Um, and what I'm finding is that a lot of you know, businesses that I'm working with, Marty, are looking at that tax credit as a way to pay hiring bonuses mm -hmm. for prospective employees. So before they you know, you know, make the offer to the employee, they talk to their accountants, they say, we're thinking of paying this person $50,000. Um, what kind of a tax credit will we get for doing it? The accountant does the math, says you can get a $4,000 tax credit. You know, the employer goes back and says, we'll give you a $2,000 yeah. you know, you know, hiring bonus to come to work for us because they're getting paid from the government to right. do that. So are you seeing more interest in the work opportunity? I feel like when I talk to people that are running businesses, they're not as familiar with this. And it's free money from the government. It is. And I think, uh, it, it, and it's, it's, it sounds complex. Uh, I do think many businesses, particularly small businesses, are not aware of it. They're not. That and the employee retention tax credits can be very, uh, very strong financial uh, in, you know, incentive for businesses to be able to pay more, right. to be able to pay those bonuses, like you said, uh, and to really just give them great cash flow. I mean, an employee retention tax credit can be up to $7,000 per quarter per employee. I mean, this is a tremendous opportunity. Now, this one only goes through the end of the year right now, uh, through 2021, but that one in particular and the and the other ones that you talk about are very important cash flow opportunities for a small business to not only uh, to hire people and you know pay them more and pay bonuses, but to pay the existing employees Correct. to retain them. Correct. You know, because they're getting a lot of competitive offers as well. So I think you're right. It's it's we're at Paychex, we're trying to get the word out out as much as possible. We have easy ways to calculate that and file for it uh, for our, our, our clients. But um, but I think it's something that could get even more attention uh, out to small businesses. You're 100 right, and you know, it's, we we've done a couple of episodes on this podcast about the employee retention tax credit. Um, you'd like the work opportunity tax credit. It's it's you know it's not for the faint of heart. You're probably right. going to get somebody that's going to have to help you calculate it. Yes. Um, but your point is right. It's like up to seven thousand dollars an employee per right. quarter. And if if you didn't take advantage of it in 2020, you might have been eligible for. It. You can always go back right. and and amend your payroll tax returns. Well, and for ERTC, Gene is. You you know, as you know, but many cl clients don't understand is you can hold that cash right now. You don't have to wait. Many small businesses say, well, I'm not going to have income this year or I'll have less income. I may not get the tax credit. This is a this is cash that you can hold. You don't have to you know, you don't have to file and pay the taxes. You can withhold the taxes and then use the cash yourself. The very rare that those kind of opportunities have come up. So, you know, we're while, trying to educate. While business. we're bantering about tax credits, let me also mention, yeah. and by the way, guys, we're just talking tax credits here, right? Is it Outside. To payroll, it's so much fun. But the Families First Coronavirus yeah. Relief Act, right? I mean, that is a tax credit that you can get if your employees have to take time off. This is extended through the end of the year. Right. People can take time off for it to get their their vaccination shots, yeah. even if they're recovering from it. You you can you can get help in paying your employees right. for that as well. And that's another. And I guess my my point is is that a lot of these credits, the, the work opportunity one is going to go on through 2025. Yeah. But you know, the employee retention tax credit, yeah. the Families First Coronavirus Relief 
credit the, uh, you know, there's even a one for paying off, uh, you know, for health insurance as well. Um, those ones, um, you know, you, you, you have to talk to your payroll service provider. You've got to talk to your accountant about it because they're going to go away by the end of the year. And you, right. you have to be aware of that. Um, it is. And it's something that they can come to us and we try to make our clients all aware of those things. And actually, you know, we've created tools to make them much simpler and much faster to file. When the PPP loans came out, when the Paycheck Protection Program loans came out, we created something within the day that it came out that would help you, it would pre-populate your application. It would pre-populate your forgiveness to be signature ready only. I mean, there's a lot of things you can take advantage of to help you with current cash flow needs that can really keep you in business and actually help you thrive as a yep. business. Yep. And again, this conversation is about, you know, finding employees and retaining good employees. And this is right. all money that can help you do that. Okay. Um, again, as a, as a business owner, we are competing in a very limited pool of employees right now in 2021. And we're competing against big companies, we're competing against other businesses, we're competing against the government, where you know there's yeah. there's a lot of pressure. Um, we've got to offer good benefits. Yeah. Okay. So um, let me ask you, what are you seeing out there as far as hot benefits? Actually, I'm gonna throw one out there first just okay. to get your point of view on one. Um, whenever I bring this up, I people, uh, business owners roll their eyes at me, and yet I tell them this is like really happening, same day pay. Yes. What are your thoughts on yes. that? Yes. Uh, well, obviously being in the payroll business, uh, <laughs> we, we, we understand that one and like it. I, it is a very big need these days. It was starting to be an issue before the pandemic with yep. gig workers that work three different jobs and say, look, I just worked eight hours here. I'd like to get paid tonight. It's a different generation who actually come back sometimes to payroll companies and said, hey, who decided that I get paid every two weeks <laughs> uh, or every month? Uh, that's I, I want to get paid today. I just worked and I earned it. Yeah. And by the and, way, I have to just it, say, like when people were the rise, I'm like, hey, you pay your babysitter that day. You <laughs> pay the right, person cash. who mows your lawn. So, you know, really, this is not that an no. unreasonable request. So uh, we have a, a partner that Paychex works with, PayActive, and we provide uh, daily pay or pay on demand. And it's becoming increasingly popular, particularly with those who work many jobs in frontline positions. And they actually budget that way. They don't right. necessarily wait for, think about waiting for two weeks. You may work eight hours, get that pay and pay off some bills that day with it. That's how the thinking is. So I think that that one's very important. I think also what we're seeing a lot of in wellness programs, you know, yeah. uh, Gene, the pandemic has been tough on a lot of frontline workers and families, and you're seeing more benefits now offered for not only the traditional uh, retirement and insurance, but uh, wellness programs, you know, things that help you financially and, and your planning, things that may help you pay off college uh, tuition. These are frontline workers that have large uh, loans sometimes, and this will help you pay that off. And, and just mental awareness and mental health awareness and support. You're seeing that more and more as well. OK, how about another one? Um, loan uh, help with student loans. Sure. What are you seeing yeah. there? We're seeing it's it's still slow, but I think you're seeing more uh, employers and small businesses finding ways to be able to do that, to right. say, if you come with us and you stay with us, right. it's a retention tool as well. Uh, we will pay off so much of your loans and uh, and help you with those payments. It's a very important one right now because, you know, a lot of frontline workers today in particular are burdened with that debt. Right. And that's holding them back from achieving financial independence. Many times uh, that is a benefit that it's slowly growing, but it's starting to show up a lot more. Yeah, there's there's movement in Congress to to have legislation that will make it more tax benefits for employers to do 
it. Right now, um, under the latest stimulus bill, if you do help out your employers, your employees with student loans, um, you can deduct, I think, up to like $5,250 a year. By the way, this is coming from me, not from paychecks, but I think I got that number correct. Uh, and, and not only that, can an employer deduct that, but the employee themselves, it's not taxable to them as well. That's just a stimulus thing, yes. which I think ends at the end of this year, but that's another sort of big incentive that's out there. Student loan um, repayment is a, um, I just think, just a, an enormous issue. Yeah. We have such a large demographic of younger workers uh, that are buried under student debt. Right. And and I just know that if, as an employer, if you can offer them, say, listen, like you had said, a little bit of you, you work for us for six months or a year, and then we'll, we'll, we'll kick in a thousand bucks, two thousand dollars a year to your student. That could be the deciding factor between whether or not you hire that employer or the employee goes to a competitor right. down the street. You know, as a business, you know, uh, as well as I do, that you have a set dollar amount. You have dollars that you have to spend on benefits <clears throat> for your employees. And what you have to decide now is how creative can I be? You know, in the past, it was, OK, I have dollars to pay for health insurance uh, or retirement plans. Typically, now it's should I use these dollars to you know, in a different way. I have the same dollars I have to spend because as a small business, you are limited many times to what you can spend or mid-sized businesses for that matter, but you can be more creative about it. And like you said, really use the tax credits and the benefits that the government uh, has really put forward. I have to say the stimulus packages the federal government have done have really been helpful and particularly targeted many times at small and mid-sized businesses and yeah. minority-owned businesses. It's, it's great. Yeah, it is great. So before we get off the topic of benefits, just to couple of other ones sure. I just I, I want to make sure that we cover um, retirement plans yep. right so the secure act passed at the end of 2019 um, and then it uh, it got kind of overshadowed in 2020 because covid came along but the secure act itself provides these benefits for for businesses if you're not familiar with the secure act guys it's it's um you can get up to five thousand dollars in tax credits just by setting up a 401k plan if you've got less than a hundred employees so if you don't have a retirement plan the government is literally saying start a retirement plan and we will basically pay you the, the cost to set up. And if you have an existing 401k plan and you make it automatic enrollment, you can get a $500 a year tax credit for it as well for like three years. So more incentives to get people to save and put money away for retirement. So I guess my question to you is, are, do, do you see your customer base you know, you know, doing more with retirement plans, offering them more? Are they aware of these kind of benefits? Because you know, this legislation gets passed and it just doesn't seem like awareness is where it should be. Well, you're definitely seeing a much larger interest in retirement plans. You know, I think everyone knows that there's a lot of discussion out there about people not saving enough, particularly younger people starting early enough and saving. And because they're under pressure of student loans and things like that. So now you're seeing states offer new simple IRAs. Some are coming out with mandates like California. It looks like New York's going to have a mandate as well for any business over 10 employees. So not only is it a good thing for your employees and you as a business owner, uh, and you have the tax credits, uh, but it's going to be mandated in many places over the next year and large states. So I think you are seeing more of those come out. I think, you know, there's simple RRI. IRAs, excuse me, uh, that are coming out from the states. But there's also, if you have a more robust 401k plan, something that Paychex offers, we're the number one provider of retirement plans for many years now, uh, new plans. And what we do is you can go into the business and offer them a much, a much more robust plan. And there's tax savings to the owner. Uh, there's great benefits to the employees. 
and we make it easy to handle the administration. The, one of the issues with the state plans, they may be free or low cost, but they're simple IRAs and the, the client has to set up, the business has to set up most of the work, the payroll deductions, be sure it's getting to the right place. If you come to someone you know, like Paychecks, we're making sure a lot of that is taken care of for you and we're sure to get you off to the right start with your employees and you're getting the tax benefits of it as an employer. What drives me nuts about um, retirement plans is that um, a lot of a lot of us don't realize that the more our employees save, the more we can put away as well, yes. right? Because there's discrimination rules that right. that disallow us from doing it unless you know a proportionate amount of our employees are doing it. So it benefits all if you put in a plan like this. It makes it a lot easier. I can't end this conversation. We're talking about benefits, and we only have a few minutes left, but we, we can't get away without talking with work from home, yeah. right? I mean, I, I don't know, Martin. Like, I it seems first of all, I I, I want to publicly say for anyone watching or listening. The millennials were right. You know, they, they were right. They've been telling us for years that we should be having more people work with. They've been demanding independence and mobility and flexibility. And how dare these people want to spend more time with their families and not come into our offices, right? Well, it turns out they were right. The pandemic sent us all home. And it worked. And and when I look as an employee benefit, I just think, I, I don't know, I think it's crazy that if a, if a business owner, small or medium, is not offering some type of work from home you know, policy uh, alongside health insurance and retirement. So uh, what are your thoughts on work? Well, look, Gene, I think you're right. It's here to stay. It, you know, within six days of the pandemic starting, uh, Paychex, I'm so proud of the team. We were able to move oh, uh, nearly 15,000 employees to work from home. And we didn't know how it was going to work, how well it was going to happen. You have a lot of millennials working. We, we do. We have, a, we have a lot of all ages. You know, working <laughs> for, and, and they were able to not only handle it from a technology standpoint, and we'd been selling from virtual selling or what we call virtual selling, but selling over the phone and, uh, and or through digital uh, means. And, and that really continued to do well. So sales uh, did well. A lot had to retrain themselves on how to make their contacts and build relationships over, over the phone and through digitally. And, uh, and our service teams performed great. We have the highest client satisfaction in our history, the best client retention in our history. It's amazing how well that worked. And I think our employees, as you said, felt like there was a better work-life balance. So now as we come toward hopefully toward a post-pandemic uh, period, you know, now it's gonna be, hey, there are some jobs that can be fully remote where you can work from home all the time. Uh, there's going to be those that we'd like in the office because of the need for collaboration and working you know, with others or with certain uh, things that they need to be in the office for. And then I think a vast majority will have hybrid schedules. you know, And those are yep. still, we're kind of working through those with people. Does that mean it's three days in the office and two at home? That is the majority of what people say, that they'd like to be in the office three days a week or four days a week and have the flexibility. I think it's here to stay. And you know, we're going to be figuring out how to do that here, but you're seeing it with businesses all over. It, it's unless you're a business that has to be in the office because of a manufacturing or right. what tools you're working with, uh, you're going to see more of it. And that's what employees who are hunting for jobs are looking for. All right, Marty, we only have a couple minutes left. I just, I, you know, looking ahead now, um, you know, just this week, the uh, National Federation of Independent Businesses released, they have a monthly small business yeah. optimism index they do, which I follow closely. I mean, there's only 30 million of us. So, you know, if we're feeling confident, that's a yeah. good sign. If we're not, um, confidence level took a little bit of a dip this past month. Um, what is your, what, what is your feeling as far as where the economy is going, what to look for in the next year or two? 
Well, I think there was, uh, you know, I've watched it very closely as well. And, and you're right, it just took a small dip. I think that's been more of this supply chain, supply of both workers yeah. and how difficult it's been and how long this has been now. It's been a number of months. I think we, I just saw the numbers that there's 9 million uh, job openings right now, the yep. most ever. Yep. And yet there is like one person available to work uh, for every job that's open, but yet it's not being filled. So I do think it's putting a lot of doubt, particularly on small businesses who that one or two people that you're uh, trying to hire can be critical to your business. But the positive news has been that the, the, the demand is coming back, right? Restaurants are opening up. People are dying to get out. They're dying to travel, go to hotels, go on trips, uh, buy goods and services. So that was getting the optimism up. And then I think this concern about can I handle it from both a supply of workers and a supply of goods and materials, if that's going to continue to be a burden. You know, if you're a uh, a plumber or a heating and cooling business and you can't get furnaces or air conditioning units, uh, you get pretty nervous. And I think that supply of people and materials to, to fulfill the growing demand has contributed to that little bit of a drop in optimism. But getting back to the very beginning of our conversation, yeah. um, it seems likely that this stuff is going to work itself yeah. out. Yeah. I think it's going to be temporary. Again, I think the employee piece will start to pick up even more so toward the end of the summer, September, October. And it looks like the supply chain, that's a little bit harder to predict. That might go through, you know, third, fourth quarter of this year uh, because it takes a little more lead time, right, to get the manufacturing done, particularly if it's overseas and then get it shipped and get it over here. Sounds good. Okay. Marty Musi is the CEO of Paychex. Marty, thank you so much okay. for joining me. It was a great conversation Thanks, and great advice. So thank you. And guys, listen, um, if you'd like some advice, some help, some, some tips on running your business, please visit us at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. We have all the prior episodes of our podcast there as well. We've talked in depth about some of the issues that Marty and I have talked about today. My name is Gene Marks. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. And for podcast listeners, we'll see you at the next episode. Take Thank you. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2021. All rights reserved.